It's Mac and Andy after the show, episode 24. And uh, let's see, today uh, I've got Hair of the Dog, Stupid Is as Stupid Does, and Gin Z'd Off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about my vacation because I, oh, I spent some great. time in Scotland and also a little bit of uh, time in London, but mostly we were there for Scotland, I believe. Because it was I'm just, jealous. Yeah. Like going back in time a little bit, but yeah, I want to talk about it because I had a spooky event or occurrence anyway. Okay. I'm going to start off with, there's a, there's a guy in California who's called the real life werewolf because his body hair grows back within three hours after he <laughs> shaves it off. Ew. This is true. The man known as Mr. Teddy Bear Aww. says he even sheds during the summer months. <laughs> He's now making a living out of the extra body hair by creating products Ew, gosh, to dude. make it look and smell as good as possible. <laughs> I can't make this up. Misty, Mr. Teddy Bear says, sadly, in the past, I have had exes who would shame me for my body hair or passive-aggressively make me shave it. But never again. You either accept me as a werewolf or you can go elsewhere. He's a wookie. That's right. <laughs> He goes, when I walk into a room and people see me wearing a tank top, probably not a good idea, dude, uh, which I'm not ashamed of, I will see someone point and say something about how I look. Now, most often it results in strangers asking me if they can pet me. Darn it. Now I want to see pictures of this guy. <laughs> like I'm an emotional support dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mr. See, now I'm he intrigued. so uncomfortable in warm weather. Oh, yeah. Look. Have you, have you ever known somebody with a really, really thick body hair? Yes, my brother-in-law was like that. <laughs> I, I, I had a friend in college that uh, he was just, I mean, and see, I, I went to college down in Florida. And so we'd go to the beach, and it was like he was wearing a jacket, man. It was oh, like- <laughs> man. got to be so uncomfortable when it's hot. But Mr. Werewolf says that he shaves it off three hours later, it grows back. <laughs> Literally. It's like, wow, that's I mean, he should be. He should He's be charging learn money. He's to live with it. All right. He should well. be charging money. <laughs> he could be making money on the side. Sell the locks of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems. And make- the guys you were talking about earlier that couldn't grow beards. Yeah. Maybe they could use this. Mr. Teddy Bear could be growing beards <laughs> yeah, for the guys. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you know, I was in Edinburgh. Yep. In Scotland, I probably said that wrong. Is it Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Anyway. Awesome place. Loved it. That place is full of history. Of course, you spend a lot of time on the Royal Mile. It takes you up to the Edinburgh Castle. And so much history there to read about. So really got into it because me and my friend are really into all these shows, you know, like um, Serpent Queen and Rain, all those oh, yeah, shows all those. that are involved. Anything to do with royal families and history, we're all about it. So. It was really interesting to go there, and, and, and I'm always trying to keep track of the characters that were in each different show, because every show is from a different perspective, so, you know, that's a whole other thing. But then under these streets, we signed up to go on this haunted underground tour, mm-hmm. and it was terrifying. Was it? You know, it's like so in time for Halloween, but they probably do it all the time because there is so much history there. And so we had this really awesome tour guide. Her name was Beth. And there wasn't a huge group of us, so that made it even scarier. But, yeah, she takes us down this little alleyway, and it's so hilly there. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, 
go down this alleyway before we go into the underground vaults. That's what they call them. And she's telling us the history. And she's like, well, these vaults were put here. We actually went into them underground. She said, you can use your cell phones for light so you can see so nobody trips. Or, Hello, because I would have been the one that tripped. But so we're standing there and she's talking about how years ago, years and years and years ago, I don't know what decade, whatever, but it was like a long, long year, hundreds, hundreds of years ago. Um, So they were, they had made this law where you couldn't be homeless. So it's not only scary, it's sad, but like if you were, if you were, if you were homeless and found on the street, they would hang you or execute you. So these people would go into these underground vaults that were put there. They were put in the city, I guess, so that the shopkeepers could store goods inside. But they were made out of limestone, and they couldn't store anything there because limestone is porous. It's damp, yeah. Yeah, so rain would come through and everything would get ruined. So they stopped using the vaults. So the homeless people started going into the vaults, and there would be there were only, I think, three vaults that she took us into. But she said, imagine this place just filled with people. Like, you would come wow. in here with your little animal, you know, they burn animal fat for candles. Mm-hmm. And she said, you might find a place to make your own on the floor, but once your light goes out, you're in pitch dark. And wow. So it was just terrifying <laughs> to think about. But she said, well, this, the first vault had a nice ghost. She said it was a little boy named Jack that she'd seen a few times. Then she takes us into the second vault, and she said, I don't like this vault because there's a scary ghost here. And she calls him the the watcher because he he just watches people and people. She said, she told us before we went in, she's like, if you're prone to fainting or anything like that, don't come in here. And wow. me and my friends, my husband were like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But she said, no, every, I don't know why, but every, every time the last couple months I've taken anybody into the second vault, somebody faints. And she told us when we were in there, it's because the watcher attacks them. Really? And I'm like, what? What, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? And then the third vault, she said, was an entity. Okay. And do you know what she did in the third vault? Which I'm, this is me. I'm so stupid. I don't think ahead like that. But she's like, oh, turn off your cell phones. Don't have the cell phones in here. And she was telling everybody to spread out and not be by their friends or loved ones. Just, you know, make sure you're standing alone and away from people you know. (laughs) Well, my husband didn't hear very well, especially in that situation. He couldn't hear um, what she was saying, but he kept sticking close to me and she kept giving him a hard time, but he didn't know what she was saying to him. Right. Um, but anyway, he stayed by me and I was kind of like, Oh good. I don't, I'm glad, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be alone. But at one point, like she shut her lantern off. There was no light, no light. We're standing in the third vault where this is supposed to be this entity that attacks people. <laughs> and there's no light. It's darker than dark. And my husband put his hand on my shoulder. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I hope that's my husband. <laughs> but no, it was so scary. We were terrified. And then when you know, me and Seamus are talking as we're walking out. And somehow we ended up being the last two people in the vault. <laughs> of course it was. And he said that to me. He's like, 
How the heck did we end up being the last two in this boat? Push those people fast. For- <laughs> we couldn't get out of there fast enough. But Knock yeah, it was over. terrifying and it was really interesting, but mostly scary. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. It was. Edinburgh's a really I like cool that place. Too. I'd like to go back there. Have you ever heard of a p- place called Pets Gone Wild? No. It's a, it's a, sounds it's like a, fun. It's a resort for pets down in Texas. And it's making headlines because of their help wanted sign. Their help wanted sign says, now hiring non-stupid people. Oh. Believe it. Owner Walter Parsons defending the road sign, uh, the roadside sign saying, we're trying to weed out the people that do come in. We've hired one last week that lasted three days. Repeatedly, get off your cell phone. You've got dogs to watch. Okay, Put the cell phone up. Go back out there. 20 minutes later, she's back on the cell phone. Now, Parsons says, at least be as smart as I am. Come through here and take a tour and take a look at the responsibilities that we have. Would you put your child somewhere that wasn't dedicated, that didn't have smart people in it? I mean, there's a nicer way to put that. Non-smart people. (laughs) Help wanted. Non-stupid people. Now hiring. Non-stupid people. That actually sounds stupid to word it that way. (laughs) But but you're going, I mean, at least you're getting some people to talk about it. I guess that's true. Recently, he did say say at the end that that more people have come in to start looking for jobs, so maybe he's getting what he wanted. Maybe he's getting some more. But do us stupid people know we're stupid? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I, I I don't know if the person in question that he was talking about came in when the non-stupid people sign was up. So I don't know. Wow. I've been to Pasadena, Texas. That was the home of uh, Gillies, by the way. Uh, Mickey Gillies Bar was in Pasadena, Texas. So I don't know if that has, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But who knows? We'll see. You should have just said, looking for pet lovers who want to take really good care of pets. Yeah. And get off your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the cell phone at the door. I mean, you, you can't you can't separate a kid from their cell phone anymore. You just can't do it. There's no way. It's impossible. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I like this story. It caught my eye today. There's a 24-year-old penguin at the New England Aquarium who's been outfitted for a new pair of shoes. That's awesome. I don't like her name, though. They named this poor penguin Beach Donkey. <laughs> Beach Donkey. That's not very <laughs> feminine. <laughs> The other, do- the other donkeys, the other penguins yeah. are making fun of her. Beach donkey wears shoes because she was diagnosed with a foot condition in 2020, yeah. and she gets calluses on her little feet. Oh, I get that. Yeah, so she has to wear new shoes. I have, I have foot issues. <laughs> I, I understand. I just have an issue with her name. <laughs> Change beach, it. <laughs> beach donkey. Why not beach goddess? Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, maybe she's really slow. Shoesy. They should yeah. call her Shoesy. She got shoes now. Maybe, ah. Do uh, I don't know. Do, do penguins, penguins have big ears? Well, I'm wondering if they come if you call them by name. I don't know. Probably not. I've never had a penguin. Uh, speaking of penguins, uh, some young adults <laughs> are, uh, are are upset now, Gen Zers, uh, by the thumbs up emoji. I heard a little bit about this last week, and then I just kind of scrolled on by. It, I don't understand. It says it's passive-aggressive and confrontational. Some claim the thumbs-up emoji is downright hostile. Mm. Uh, it's just a quick way to say, okay. Yeah, it's super rude if some—this is a quote. It's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs-up 
So I had a weird time adjusting. Everyone my age in the office doesn't do it. But the Gen X people, which I guess is just the one above them, mm-hmm. do it. I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah. So to me, it took a bit to adjust and get out of my head that it means that they're mad at me. So it doesn't mean that. Oh. Just, well, when no. my, well, you do have to be careful, especially in work environment. Uh, with yeah, emojis yeah, but, because everybody reads something different into them. But like we all do, because I think most of us are Gen Xers in this building. Yeah, we like we quick, all communicate with thumbs up quick. And it's like, yeah, OK, you mm-hmm. know, move on. Uh, other other things they want to cancel include the OK symbol, the triangle poo symbol. I don't uh, know. What, oh, OK. <laughs> the clapping hands and the lipstick kiss mark. I don't know why they want to get rid of the kiss mark. <laughs> you know, hey, lighten up, Francis. Come on. You know, I mean, really? I mean, what? What is it? I mean, the thumbs up? I mean, until they make, do they have a middle finger one? Because that's the one I, I want. I think they do. Because I want that one. I want the middle finger one just so I can send it off and go, listen. <laughs> there you go. I mean, to my friends. I mean, <laughs> you know, to my I, friends the and my coworkers. One with, it's, I think it's a you unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's to a CEO on my last day of work, you know, to my friends and, you know, family, but no one else. Well, it's you know? like the same thing I've heard. You've heard the phrase. I'm responsible for what I say, not what you hear. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. You know. It's like, come on. I mean, you know, ease up a little bit. How, how are we supposed to know how you're going to interpret an emoji? I know. But the, maybe that's why you shouldn't use them unless you're only talking to your friends. One day, one day the smiley face is going to be bad. <laughs> you know, didn't force Gump create the smiley face? Come on. We know that. We just want to be upset. That's right. That's all. Hey, that's all we got. We'll try to do better next week.